Hey guys, welcome to episode 75 of a wrestling gal podcast, providing you with a female perspective on all things wrestling. Join me, your host and wrestling enthusiast, Ella J, as today I am joined by Scottish superstar, Ashley Vega. Now let's chat! Hello, everybody. Today, I am joined by Scottish talent, Ashley Vega. So how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Doing pretty good. The weather is beautiful over here, so I can't complain. Oh, it's well, it's it's, it's okay here. I mean, okay. it's Scotland, so it's not going to be the best. <laughs> gotcha. Fair enough. Well, <laughs> firstly, how did you actually stay occupied during this quarantine earlier this year? Um. Well... Obviously, it's been hard because we mm-hmm. haven't been able to do absolutely anything wrestling-wise, yeah. like go into a ring or do anything. So I think for me, it was easier for me to stay relevant online. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I did start um, a YouTube channel yeah. and I, um, I've been doing things like that just to keep myself kind of occupied and kind of relevant mm-hmm. whilst it's been going on because I don't want people to just like forget everything and and for me to go silent um so I have tried to do that I don't think I've been as compliant like <laughs> the as lately mm-hmm. but definitely the start of lockdown I wanted to to actually try and do something else that wasn't you know keep my mind kind of wrestling but kind of not um yeah I guess just to keep myself sane and short now yeah like you said too you've been playing a lot of video games now has have you always been a gamer or is this quarantine okay gotcha like loved it like the thing is like I love old games Mm -hmm. um and I do it all the time in my spare time like it's, it's all I do so I thought like it would be fun to to do it you know on uh, like videos and things like that because it's something I enjoy and I think it would be something that other people would enjoy because I know a lot of people um still like to this day play mm-hmm. old wrestling games and things like that so that's kind of why I started doing it in the first place yeah definitely too and like you said on your YouTube channel you have I think five or six videos and a lot of them are wrestling video games which is funny because the first wrestling video game i ever played was smackdown versus raw 2011 which is one of them that you played so i thought that was very fun because that was like brought me back to like 10 years ago which is crazy now i know (laughs) to think it was that long same it's so good and i remember um the the Smackdown vs. Raw 2010 was probably one mm-hmm. of the first ones I played and it actually had like a woman's storyline and it was Mickey James and I was mm-hmm. so excited <sighs> and I thought it was amazing. Yeah, that's my girl too. <laughs> I love, okay, because I love her too, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> now, who were some of your, well, I guess you kind of just said, who were some of your uh, go-to characters to play as then in those wrestling video games? Okay, so definitely... Mickey was mm-hmm. like Mickey James and Trish were like my two favorites. Yes, because um, when I started watching wrestling, that's when they had like that the rivalry yeah. going on. Um, I was probably like eight at the time, um, but that was probably one of the first matches I saw. So I would always go them because they were my two favorites at the time. Um, but when I 
always Candace Michelle as well. She's mm-hmm. she's up there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Probably those three are like the top three. I'd always always go as them. Now you actually brought me to uh, two points I was going to make later, but we'll just talk about them now since you brought them up. (laughs) So firstly, I think it's safe to say that we both can agree that Trish versus Mickey is one of the greatest rivalries ever, if not the greatest. Yeah, for sure. So what about that rivalry specifically captivated you? What brought you in? Right. So I think it was probably like the thing that hooked me on in wrestling because Mm -hmm. um, I don't think there was as many like, at least girl storylines at yeah. the time there was nothing really like it before um like there, there was obviously rivalries and things like that but there was nothing it didn't nothing was ever as personal as that mm-hmm. um like it was it seemed so real like you know because I was a fan of Trish and to be honest if I was Mickey I'd probably act the exact same way <laughs> like be a psycho and be mm-hmm. actually in love with her so like it, it was just interesting because, like, literally, there's never been, like, a storyline like it before, even with the guys as well. There's never been, like, yeah. that kind of obsession mm-hmm. with someone that you're willing to do anything for them. And then you get your heart broken, you just turn absolutely crazy. Like, it was, it, I just thought it was so interesting the way they did it. Um, and I, that's what hooked me in. Like, when I first watched their matches, I went back and watched how it all started um, and I just thought it was so interesting, like the way that Mickey came in and the way she debuted. And it was just, it was so fascinating for me. Now, if you had to kind of recreate that obsession storyline with yourself, is there a certain wrestler you're just like, like you absolutely love, like they are your favorite today that you would like love to have a storyline kind of like that with? Um, Like there's so many okay. like people I like working with. I think... Okay, let me think because if we're talking like WWE, it would definitely be Candice Michelle. Yeah, like I would probably turn psycho for her. But if we're talking like, who would I like to? That's actually a good question. I've never thought about that. Probably like, um, I really like wrestling Lana Austin. Yeah, she's great. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, I've, I think I've only wrestled her maybe once or twice, but it's been fun, and I'd probably. Like, I'd love to do something like that with someone like her. Um, just someone who is, like, very entertaining as well. Um, and I know that would, that would they'd probably go along with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, what about Candice Michelle has drawn you in all these years? Uh, like, so, she was obviously, like, people, even when she came in, like, she was always, like, the pretty one. She wasn't as good as mm-hmm. what everyone thought she was. Um, and, like, yeah, she might have not been, like, the best wrestler, but she just, like, had, like, a change. And, I like, even oh, she was just so entertaining to me. Mm-hmm. Like, when she was heel, I just thought she was so good. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to be her so much. And the way she acted and everything she did. And oh, I just, like, loved watching her. Um and she got, like, really, really good, like, when she had the women's title run mm-hmm. and things like that. Like, I just thought she improved so much in short, such a short amount of time. Um, and she's really passionate about the business. Like, I've watched a lot of the things that she does now, and I just think she's just someone that I look up to um, in so many different, like, areas. Like, people think I'm joking when I do say things <laughs> like that, but, like, I genuinely love her so much. 
And, you know, something along those lines, too, I've listened to a couple of your other interviews and like this has gotten brought up. Um, but at first, I just want to commend you, too, for being unapologetically yourself. And by that, I mean that people have kind of like you said, people think you're crazy or they've like criticized kind of your wrestling <laughs> taste. But you always stand by it and you absolutely own yourself and stand by your beliefs. So I just yeah. want to commend you on that, first of all, because that's got to be hard to especially at a young age and it doing it for a couple years now that's like mm-hmm. gotta be tough ha- got isn't yeah. it like i i think people like always think like it's like, just a joke and things yeah. like that but i like started watching wrestling when like the storyline with yeah. Mickey and things like candace and like the playboy cover girls like mm-hmm. people think it's ridiculous but i actually really enjoyed it and everyone says that's trying like you know set wrestling back or whatever yeah but to me like people there's so many different like things about wrestling that I like and I just loved those kind of matches because I was I genuinely like watching them because they were so fun and so entertaining that I was like I want to do that like I want to be in a gravy bowl match because like that's so iconic <laughs> like I don't think anyone really thinks the same as me but I don't really care because I genuinely <laughs> just would like to bring that back one day so We'll see. <laughs> now, how do you think you've become so unapologetically yourself? How have you always been? I don't know if it's always, but how do you think you've come mm-hmm. to this at this age? Be so self-assured and just so like you own yourself. I think like when I started, I always tried to be like everyone else. Like Keep, I would always mm-hmm. push myself to things I couldn't do or I wasn't really good at just because I saw so many people doing it. You know, everyone wants to try and be mm-hmm. like do all these things that women never usually do which is I think is amazing Mm -hmm. but for me it's not like I tried to do that at the beginning and I didn't feel comfortable doing it at all and Mm -hmm. I always thought I wasn't good at what I did because I just wasn't enjoying it and at one point I just was like if I like all this stuff and um you know wrestlers from before like people I actually enjoyed watching like what's the problem with me doing that like if I enjoy it I shouldn't really care what anyone else thinks if people think I'm setting wrestling back at the end of the day it's it's what I enjoy and I like it and I think it's entertaining and a lot of people do think it's entertaining as well Mm -hmm. so I think it's fun to kind of bring it back in a good way and not make it like I'm trying to set things back Mm -hmm. if you get me I do and at the end of the day too you can't erase it it is a part of history yeah we've kind of evolved past it but like Mickey Candace Trish like were pioneers trailblazers during (laughs) that time so I don't know if it's setting it back it's just you recognizing a time where I don't know, women were doing something different than today, Mm -hmm. and it's basically just admiring that. It's not setting it back. It's a part of history. It's not, you know, just admiring their work. um, I'll talk about people like um, like Dawn Marie, like people who weren't really relevant, but to me, they were like a part because if they weren't, you know, there at the time, you know, they really did. They were good at what they did at the time, and I think that's how people became more to appreciate women's wrestling because they were treated so badly but I, like people enjoyed it then and I think people do enjoy it now we just don't get to see it because people are so worried about it being taken in an offensive way mm-hmm. but if you enjoy it like I don't really see why you shouldn't be doing it Oh, no, exactly, because I started watching 2009 where, like, Mickey was relevant, like, with Lay Cool and all that, and, like, that whole storyline was, like, 
controversial and you know but that's what hooked me in and you know it's a part of history and I do like obviously like I was like 11 or 12 then and I was Mm -hmm. like what this is so cool but like it got me invested in wrestling so it's not like taking it back it's just you're admiring stuff from the past that's different than today I feel like Mm -hmm. yeah no yeah me too it's um, like as well, I loved Lady Cool growing up. Mm-hmm. They were just so horrible and mean, but <laughs> like I loved it because they just didn't care. Yeah. And I was like, I wish I was like that, like just not caring. It was amazing. Now you actually first discovered wrestling when you were six year around six years old, correct? Yeah. Do you recall your first ever live wrestling show you went to? Yeah, it was actually um, a camp show, so I was in holiday with my family we went to like a caravan place and okay. they do like um, holiday shows um and that was like I was really really young at the time when I went um and it was like British wrestling and um so that was probably like, the first ever I went to but then I think maybe when I was about 10 or 11 I went to a WWE house show okay um in Scotland um and I think the women's match on it was like Nikki Bella versus AJ Lee. And okay. I, I was like, this is amazing. Even though it lasted three minutes, it was, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was still amazing. Yeah, I so think. I, yeah. Yeah, because my first house show event was like a six woman tag. It was like Melina and the Bellas <laughs> against like Maurice, Alicia, and Jillian. And Santino was the ref. It was only like a couple minutes long. But like, Ugh. you just connect with the women. So regardless of the amount of yeah. time, you're like. Yeah, you go, you know. Uh, yeah, I loved it. That's probably when I really got invested. It yeah. was probably like that kind of time, 2008, 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like Lay Cool and all that, Melina were like people I really looked up to at the time as well. Now, switching gears here a little bit, was it intimidating at all going into something new as in training at 14, 15 years old? Or did you just kind mm-hmm. of go in all eager and excited to learn or was it a mix? I think I was like I really was nervous to be honest mm-hmm. because when I was younger I wasn't as confident at all so it's yeah. probably I started training four years ago now mm-hmm. but I was really young when I started um and I wasn't into like anything sport wise like I really wasn't fat I wasn't anything like that the only thing I really did like was wrestling so I did want to try it um but I think it took me a while to become like confident mm-hmm. and um more athletic and things like that because I never was really into anything when I was younger Hmm. um so when I started I was really really nervous but I think over time I just became so much more confident Mm -hmm. um and like I still struggle with so much just now like there's so much I'm still working on um I still struggle with things but like it's I feel so much more confident to work on it now and I just feel um I think because I know what I like and what I do a lot more than what I did then mm-hmm. I just feel so much more confident when I go out and things like that because I know what I'm going to be doing well yeah too that's well, you're still at an age so I'm only 22 so I'm like two three years older mm-hmm. than you yeah, so yeah. I still feel like we're at an age where yeah we're like a little confident but not up to our like full potential and I feel like it's yeah. just like a process you know as cliche as it is it's literally a journey and I feel like you won't ever get to that like 
full confidence. I don't feel like anyone is, but it's just mm-hmm. keeping aware and like build actively building yourself up and like taking those steps to be more confident. And, you know, and you seem to be doing that. Yeah. I think it's just like once you find what you like and mm-hmm. what you do and what you're comfortable with, it's so much easier from oh, yeah. there because when I started doing shows, I was only 16 yeah, and I didn't know who I was. Like I had like, I felt like I really didn't know what I was doing and I didn't know where I fit in. But, and I think that's what made it harder, but because I know what I want to do, um, my character, what things I like and things I do, like it's so much easier Mm -hmm. to be more confident because you know what you're doing Mm -hmm. and you know who you are. I think once you get to that point, it's just a lot easier. Now, speaking of your character, can you kind of describe your in-ring persona for those who maybe aren't as familiar mm-hmm. with your work outside of the UK? Yeah, I am. So I'd probably describe myself as someone who is very much Attitude Era mm-hmm. style wrestler. She enjoys more, um, you know, this matches like it was back then. So like the gravy bowl matches, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> brand panties matches, yes. like that's what I enjoy more than what others do. Um, so I think it's more of this is what I want to bring back. Like I want to bring back things that maybe aren't really as acceptable as they, they are now. But I don't see anything wrong with it. So I want to be able to do matches like that. Um, so I would say that's what I'm kind of all about is I'm a more attitude style wrestler. Mm-hmm. And you know, like you keep saying, um, you just keep doing you, girl. Who cares if it's taboo in air quotes, you know? I feel like, too, there's a kind of a nostalgia era. It's like you're bringing it back, you know? And so, Mm -hmm. like, there's nothing. If it was cool once, like, why not just bring it back? And if you like it, you you do you. Absolutely, you know? And, you know, you talk about being nervous going into training, but was there, like, a certain move that was the most difficult to either grasp or adapt to Mm -hmm. when you first learned it? Um, I think I was, like, just because I was not into anything (laughs) fitness-wise at all, I was absolutely horrible at, like, I was so nervous about everything and anything. Like, Mm -hmm. I was freaking out over doing absolutely any move at all. Mm -hmm. Like, no matter what it was, I would probably cry the thought of it. Like, I was, like, so nervous when I started. Um, And I'm I'm so different now because I'm willing to try things. Whether it's back then, I would freak out and not want to. But I think once you get over that step... um, because I was, pre- there's not really something it would point out at me mm-hmm. that was like a particular thing. It was so many different aspects when I started that I mm-hmm. was terrified at just because it was completely new to me. Um, but it's, I'm a, I would say I'm so much different now because I'm willing to try things. Once you get over that fear, you, you kind of become more confident in everything you do. Mm-hmm. Now, how did you balance training and shows with high school then and college now, obviously? But mm, how do you balance yeah. that all? Um, I, I, to be honest, I found it really difficult when I, I started. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously I was at school every day of the week and then every single weekend I was training and having shows. So I didn't really have much time to myself, but I, I enjoyed it because it was fun. I think because I was so young at the time, I was only 15, mm-hmm. um, when I, when it started to become really, you know, heavy on, um, 
but I was so willing to learn like it was my choice I wanted to go to training I wanted to do like help out at shows I wanted to do all those things um so I I mean it was busy but it was so worth it because going to all those shows and helping and being able to watch them you learn more before you even start wrestling and it was so Mm -hmm. much easier that in that sense and that's why I wanted to do it that way now are you still in college now um no I'm full-time working oh okay you do you then you know you do what you gotta do (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's quite good now because obviously it's um everything going on we've not been able to wrestle for ages so I mean I've had my weekends free but it's very disappointing that I can't wrestle like I feel like it's been so long and I just want to just wrestle (laughs) and it's probably going to be a long time oh really um yeah I'm still looking forward to it have you heard any word on I don't know the situation over there in Scotland and the UK really but have um, they is there any promotions up and running right now mm -hmm. No, not okay. in Scotland anyway. Um, we're still quite strict on the rules. So okay. I don't really think we'll be able to do anything until next year, um, at least in Scotland. the I think like England and things might be different, mm-hmm. but definitely in Scotland, like we can't be doing anything until next year. Um, so it's a bit of a bummer, but yeah. um, you know, it's something to look forward yeah. to and something to work on. Like it's, I feel like sometimes I'm lazy <laughs> during lockdown, <laughs> but I have been trying to like, work out and keep on things like that because the gyms have now opened so um I've been trying to go there every single day I can and I think it's just like mentally preparing yourself yeah. for going back um it's quite good that we have the time to try and work on ourselves because with it like I do think this has been like an advantage to me um at some points because it's given me so much time to think of my character and do mm-hmm. things what I like to do I've been able to like get across my point in videos and things like that, um, which I've never really had time to do before. Um, so to me, it's been quite, it's been quite useful. I've tried to use it to my advantage. Yeah, definitely take advantage of this time to be creative mm-hmm. and, you know, keep not reinventing, but like evolving yourself. Definitely yeah. do that mm-hmm. for sure. Now, I know you two, you've worked alongside another Scottish talent a lot, which is Angel mm-hmm. Hayes. So how mm-hmm. has it been working alongside her all these years? Because you kind of got, you guys kind of grew up together, so. Yeah, we did. Um, we were really, really close when we started. I think she maybe started when she was 13 or 14. That yeah. started when I was 15. Um, but we became, like, really good friends um, straight away because we trained at the same school. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I had my first match with her. She was in my first match. Um, and we wrestled, like, like I can't tell you how many times we wrestled, like, yeah. so many times. Um, because we were the only two, really, at the same age um, who were on the same level. So we were always wrestling together um, at that time. And um, we just worked really, really well together because we were such good friends. Um so we wrestled in so many different companies and so many different places together, but it was so much fun. Um, I've not wrestled her in obviously a really long time, yeah. but I would love to do it again because she's, she is really, really good at what she does. Um, and I, I kind of miss wrestling her because it was just, it's just fun mm-hmm. when you know someone so well, yeah. like you just have like a like bond mm-hmm. and it's so much easier to work with someone when they, they know you and you know them. Um, so yeah like we did start out 
like together pretty much we came up at the same time um so we did wrestle quite a lot then now I know too she's kind of in a tag team with Rosie Knight right now Angels of the Night I yeah. believe they're called have they uh like approached you at all about being like a a trio like tag team at um, all that'd be awesome I don't think so they, okay no, they haven't I think that might be because they they might not want to be you know stripped to their yeah brand pants um but <laughs> that is you know, true they they work well together yeah um, um I wrestled Rosie a few times mm-hmm. as well. Um, we did train together as well. Um, so, you know, she's really good. And I think her and um, Angel will do really well together um, mm-hmm. because they are good friends and mm-hmm. they they are both quite alike and similar. Um, and I think they work well together. You know, I've, I wrestled mm-hmm. them in a, a three-way before. Yes. Um, and they did work well really together so uh, yeah I think I see them quite going far with the tag team I think it's a good idea for them but yeah probably not a trio I don't don't think they (laughs) would want to um, be be working alongside me I think I would change them too much fair enough but if you had the opportunity then to tag team with any wrestler in the world who would you choose to be your partner and why okay I think I would so I really would like to maybe Debbie Keitel because Mm -hmm. I think she's so good yeah. and she's so funny. Um, so I would, I'd would i love to work with her and maybe Lana as well. Like I said, uh, I'd like to wrestle her. But yeah, probably Debbie and Lana. Oh, that'd be awesome. I don't know what your tag team name would be with Debbie, but she she's so funny too with her, uh, yeah. o- her OnlyFans <laughs> content and all these sketches she does. She is amazing. Yes. She's so funny. Um, I yeah, she's really entertaining and, and she's so good at wrestling as mm-hmm. well. So she's kind of got the best of both worlds there. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, definitely, I, it, she'd be up there. Mm-hmm. Now, is there a certain match stipulation that you want to tackle sometime that you haven't yet? Oh, so many. <laughs> okay. Um, my one I watched this not that long ago, and it was actually insane. But um, the cat had a snow bunny match. Um, it was like a snow bunny lumberjill match, and I'd never seen anything mm-hmm. like it. Like wrestling in snow is is a goal <laughs> for me. Yeah. Um, honestly, the things that they did back then, I just wish people would let me do it now yeah. because I would go crazy with the match ideas I have. Um, of course the the famous pudding match yes everything i would do i would go all in like yes so many i'd love to do all of them now how do you feel about a mud match yes i would do it in a heartbeat okay like i just think it's so fun Mm -hmm. and i think i would actually be very good (laughs) in it because i've watched so many so like i think i would do well even though I would be covered in mud, like I wouldn't care because I would actually be loving my childhood. See, that's your secret weapon because you've studied all these kind of, uh, un- not unusual, but you know, not conventional matches. Yeah. So I feel like you uh-huh. would do so well and your opponent would not see it coming. <laughs> exactly. See, I've got an advantage. <laughs> Someone needs to book that. I feel like ugh, wrestling keeps evolving, and you know, people. There's so much creative freedom you can do nowadays. I feel like someone has to do something like do that. It. You know, they they just need to like because I really want to just 
we relive my fantasy and be booked in a match like that but I've not been able to get booked so far with it um, I'm not sure if people are concerned about it but like I'm going to do it like I know I will do it at one point I'm going to make someone do mm-hmm. it now that's obviously one of your goals and I would assume yeah. yeah but what would you say are some of your other goals for this next upcoming decade while you're in your 20s there's so much like I'd want to do um I'd love to wrestle outside of the UK. I've mm-hmm. not did that yet. Um, I've always wanted to be to wrestle in a different country. Um, I would also like. I really want to wrestle. Um, so I have wrestled Martina before, mm-hmm. session with Martina, but um, I would like to wrestle her in like a singles match because I do think we'd work well together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, I'd love to do things like that. Um with company wise like getting signed I would love to do something like that um ring of honor is a place where Mm -hmm. I really look up to and would love to work there um so you know I've got so many different things that I'd love to do um but I think if anything came my way I would take it because like I've got so much time and I'm still young so Mm -hmm. it's it's just exciting to think of all the things that you know um, potentially would come the next couple years. Absolutely. You have your whole 20s lined up ahead of yeah. you. And well, then again, who knows with Corona and all this, but I yeah. feel like the possibilities are endless. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> There's so many opportunities just now for everyone. Now, lastly, do you have any like funny, awkward, or exciting road or behind-the-curtain stories that you can share with me? <laughs> yeah. Um, it was... Actually, when I first started out, um, so me and it was actually Angel Hayes mm-hmm. um, at the time were wrestling on a show um, and <laughs> we didn't know where the changing rooms were. So we went into the toilets. I think it was the public toilets of the actual event mm-hmm. um, that the, the fans could go mm-hmm. into. Um, but we were like, oh, it's fine. Like, you know, we've got plenty of time before they're able to come in. Um, so we went in and were, you know, getting changed into our, our gear. And we heard people, like a lot of people coming in. So we're like, right, we can't really let them see us, you know, in our gear um, before the show. Um, and we were <laughs> half undressed. So we both ran into a cubicle and... Um, and shut the door and I looked down and all my gear was down the toilet <laughs> so oh I was God. like okay I don't have another set with yeah. me I've only got one set and it was down the toilet um so I was like great and I had to wear Angel Hayes's gear which was way too small for me but <laughs> I made it work mm-hmm. um so I, that's always something that sticks out because I had to sit and hand dry my gear in the mm-hmm. toilet um and it was absolutely disgusting <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> how was it wrestling in her gear then? Um, it was okay. Like it was small because uh-huh. she's very tiny. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but I made it work. Like <laughs> I didn't look good at all because nothing matched. But I um, mean, it was fine. Like I, I just went with it and wore like a t-shirt <laughs> over my gear. It was, it was oh, a bad okay. idea. But I really didn't want to go out stinking of like toilet water. So yeah, you know. I just had to do what I had to do Uh, (laughs) and get it over and done with. Now, have you worn that gear that fell down the toilet since? I have. I did wash it. Okay. But I've actually not worn it a long time. Okay. Probably like two years or something. Mm -hmm. I still have it. Like two years ago, Uh I probably wore it. 
Um, I don't like it at all. It's absolutely disgusting. I can't <laughs> believe I even wore it. It probably um, brings back bad memories. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's like, I look at it and I'm like, oh my God, like, it probably doesn't even fit me anymore, to be honest, because mm-hmm. I was so young and so skinny and so tiny. But I, I still keep it because it's it's just my first gear. I don't mm-hmm. want to, like, people sell it and people, like, get rid of it. But, like, I just keep mine because it's something to always mm-hmm. look at. Um, and it's it's just, it's just like, a, a, I'm a hoarder, <laughs> so I keep things like that. Um, I keep so many things um, to remind me of matches and things. Um, so yeah, I'll probably hang on to it for a while. Now, was that kind of your like tie dye ish gear that I've seen yes, photos yeah. of? Okay, with oh, the kick pads. Yeah, I, don't know why I ever thought that was a good idea because I don't use kicks, but you know, yeah, I thought I was really cool and indie. Um, I think the I gear wasn't. was cute though. The color, <laughs> I think. Well, I I just love tie dye, so I'm kind of biased yeah. too. I thought it was really cute though. I just thought I was cool, but I think I looked like I had the Jeff Hardy armbands yeah. as well. Um. Yeah, that was that was a look. Just had um, a lot going on then. It's okay. Yeah, you live and you learn. <laughs> you live and learn. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now, before I let you go, can you please tell the listeners where they can find you on all your social medias? Yes. Yeah, so all my social media: Instagram, Twitter, um, YouTube, and Facebook. As <laughs> all Ashley Vega UK. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today, Ashley. It was a lot of fun. No, thank you so much. I had a lot of fun as well.